Cash Color Cannabis, a high-level conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv, sponsored by the Georgia Hemp Company. And I got my good guest in the building, man, my man Vincent Owens. Vincent, how you doing today? Man, you know, we, we living, bro, back in Atlanta, back home, man, really ready to get it going, ready to collab, work with whoever, you know, good people ready to get this to, to change the uh, whole perception on cannabis out here, man. That's what we're here for. Man, that's what we all here for, man. But um, before we get into this interview, I normally ask people to give us the spill of who you are. You know, I know that you, I know a little bit about you. I know you're a Decatur native. I know you HBCU grad. I know you're definitely an advocate of cannabis. But for those Sorry. who don't know, in a nutshell, who is Vincent Owens? Uh, Vincent Owens is, um, that, that's, that is me. Um, basically, uh, my alter ego is the cannapreneur. Um, so basically, that brand was established about a year ago out in San Diego, California. Okay. Uh, we're going to back up a little bit from that. Um, um, so like you said, I'm from Decatur. Went to, uh, ended up going out playing in the band at Stockbridge. So my mom moved me out to Stockbridge. Oh, you a band kid? I'm a band geek, bro. Yo, was you ever in Kappa Kappa Psi? No, no, no. I wasn't not at not at Tuskegee. That's a gang. That's a real life gang. That's a real gang. That's a real gang. That's a KK Psi's a real gang. Bro, when I was at Smith, yo, if you seen KK Psi coming, because they was never they was never one deep. Like if you seen them coming, understand, like, yeah, just split. Like don't even go to their parties. Like it's serious like that. It's real sweat session in there. It really is, bro. Like it's it's something different. Like band people are just different, different breed of folks, man. Yeah. So you was a band person. Yeah, so I was a band person in high school, didn't didn't do it because it wasn't the cool thing to do. So I uh got into like, you know, more of the SGA roles my freshman year. That was the cool thing to do? Uh, at Tuskegee, yeah, we, you know, we were uh, we were Ivy League, Ivy League black people. You, you know, know what I mean? That's so, what's up. That's yeah, what's up. So, so you know, it's, it is what it is. But um, but yeah, went to Tuskegee, biology uh, pre med major, graduated um, 2014 from there. Then I moved on, went up to Nashville, Tennessee, okay. where I got my master's degree in public health. Mm. Uh, left there, I was going to go to medical school in Ohio, yeah. and I decided that medical school wasn't for me. Um, and uh, so that's when I moved out to California after about two years of being in Ohio, moved out to San Diego, didn't know nobody out there, bro. So I literally went out there on the wing, you know what I mean, uh, trusted in God and, uh, and my hustle, and, and made it happen, bro. And then now, so we were in San Diego, um, and that's where, you know, kind of had a delivery service for uh, medical marijuana patients on the Prop 215. They got rid of that, came out with Prop 64, mm-hmm. got expensive for the little dogs, so yes. we had to get up out the game. Um, and so that's when I found the Canapreneur because I was like, you know what, I want to do everything the right way, you know what I mean? And so CBD uh, is something that I truly believe in, yeah. um, not only because um, not only because it sells, you know what I mean, but because it really does help people. And when you truly get to understand uh, the endocannabinoid system and, you know, so many other systems, that's, you know, that's the vibe, bro. So that's what we're on right now. And I moved back out here about three weeks ago. And excited to be back. Oh, damn. So you you almost brand new back here. Almost brand new. That's crazy. Well, well, well welcome back. Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> welcome that. back. So I did learn, you know, when I was doing a little research on you, I did learn that you learned about CBD while you were um, attempting the medical the medical school. Yeah. You attempted medical school. Yeah. And I thought that was that was that was that was crazy that you learned it then because I know how much I know they don't teach it in medical schools. Nah. And, you know, and, and, and even from um one of our guests, Felicia, uh, Felicia Dawson, Dr. Felicia Dawson, mm-hmm. she had mentioned that it would actually probably take about another decade or two yeah. before they actually do introduce, you know what I'm saying, like, like cannabinoids and having any kind of conversation about cannabinoids. You got to rewrite there. the paradigms of medicine. Yeah, you know so what I'm saying? How, did, how did you actually figure it out while you were going through this process? Well, I wasn't um, the MD. I was doing a DO program, so osteopathic medicine. So okay. it's more, you know, more natural. Um, 
and I was oh, just blessed. Yeah, so yeah. so um, while we were doing like osteopathic manipulative medicine, that's when um, actually uh, medical cannabis, the the bill was going through the Ohio, um, through Ohio, the government. And mm-hmm. so um, that's when I kind of started looking stuff up, like, all right, this might be the thing, you know what I mean? I'm I'm, uh, I'm kind of shaky on the medical school. I think I'd rather be an entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah. you know, and chase my own dreams. So, Man, be shaky um, on them student loans. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> be I'm, shaky. I, I, I don't even want to tell you how much I'm in debt. Ooh, so, you know, it is, it is what it is. But, you know. If that, I tell people I'm $4,000 in student loan debt, I'd be, I'd be embarrassed I'm, to I'm tell I'm hating on that. you. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed <laughs> to tell people that. Like, it's $4,000. They'd be I'm, like, I'm for real? Like, I'm, just pay that. <laughs> just pay that. Just pay that. <laughs> like I had somebody look me dead in the face and say, "Bro, I got four hundred thousand dollars in debt." I was like, "So I should shut up." Say no more. So, so my, mine is ninety nine percent off. Her. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Exactly. Ninety nine percent off student yeah. loans. That's what's up. Show, man. That's what. That's what's good, man. So you did. You you did your own due diligence to kind of find out about the CBD process. Yeah, research. So when you were learning about the process, it was one of the things. Did you started using it on your own? Like, was that something that, that was part of the learning process? I wasn't using CBD. I was mm-hmm. I was using THC. I, I you know I, I really um, I was still ignorant to what it truly does. I use CBD every day now okay. um, because I know why I need it. Yeah. But like, and so I feel like that's why the education is important. But before I was truly educated, I didn't really get educated educated on it until like. The, the simple education I did is what lured me to California, to the motherland. You know what I mean? To really learn it. But outside of that, bro, um, you know it's. I didn't really learn much about CBD until I got out to California about two years ago. And that's when I really started doing a lot of research, started going to a lot of conferences, uh, you know, started hanging out with a lot of um, CBD gurus out in California and going to different farms. So, yeah. yeah. So, honestly, um, um, I'd say that my knowledge is about two years young and I'm, you know, I'm still rolling when it comes to cannabinoid research. I'll be honest with you. Like you're not, you're not that young and you're not alone. Like this is an industry oh. in itself. That's only like now at the point four years old, yeah. you know what I mean? So really, so you, for yeah, two years is pretty yeah. good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, you're not that, that young. You're not sure. that young in that. Um, one of the things I was very interested in before we even get into the whole event that you're doing. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about the Canop- the Canopanua Society. Right. Um, it, when I was on the website, I was like, this sounds like a really, really interesting, um, venture okay what led you to kind of kicking off the Canapanua society and what is the overall goal of it for people okay so um Canapanua society will be relaunched back in atlanta um okay. i had about 60 uh members that were a part of it um from around the country and really what we did was connect millennials so uh basically we connect millennials to the world of cannabis um me being 26 you know what i mean like i know that there's a lot of people who they ain't got their mind on straight the same way that i do when yeah. it comes to um work ethic of being an entrepreneur um so um i just felt like as a leader i could take the uh i could take that take it take take you know reach them by the hand and be like yo bro you know what i'm saying come through let me show you what cannabis is about if they want to get into whether it was being a bud tender in california mm-hmm. um i had connections with dispensaries um who were members of my uh, organization um if they wanted to do events you know we were throwing events so they could come out and volunteer so it was just an opportunity for people to learn millennials to learn more now we're not just subjective to millennials mm-hmm. but that is my i mean you gotta have a target audience yes. and that's my target audience and i felt like atlanta um san diego is so conservative um, it's a lot of military people, so Canapreneur Society wasn't really going too far. I mean, it was it was well known in San Diego, but it wasn't going far enough, um, especially with the with not having the financial backing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, like like a lot of other people in San Diego, so um, I felt like Atlanta. Not saying you can't come out here and not have a financial backing, but um, it's more people who look like me, um, more people who, you know, um, truly, truly, aren't comfortable. 
You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. San Diego's full of a lot of people who are comfortable, used to getting things handed down to them from of course. mom and dad. Of course. And so, you know, I wanted to put myself, I felt like I was getting a little comfortable and I know that I got to become uncomfortable. So I'm back. And then also they were comfortable when it comes to the, the, the cannabis culture, you know, like exactly. California. Yeah. They, no matter how you want to feel about it, California has been that much further ahead when it comes to the cannabis. Now, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that means. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing. You right. know what I mean? But it's just a fact of life. So when you were out there, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was kind of hard for you to get get a foothold. You know what right. I mean? Because people were passed down some kind of information. They were passed down some businesses, most likely. Yeah, they'd rather you come work for them and not, you know, I'm not, I can't work. I don't know. I, I just, I'm going to do it myself. So that's just how I am. So you know what I mean? True millennial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. But, but no, but uh, Canapreneur Society, yeah. uh, we'll relaunch it back here. Um, we'll probably have an event for that as well um, mm -hmm. to launch that brand. But it's really just um, wasn't really for me to get rich off of that. It was just more of, um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in uh, the man who if, if you help enough people, um, you know what I mean? Um, if you serve enough people, then, you know, your bills will go away or whatever it is, you'll, you'll get blessed in life. Good so, job. you know, just want to make sure I'm serving, be a servant of the industry. Okay. And you say you're going to relaunch it in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, what does membership entail when it comes to the um, Canopy So mem membership entails uh, basically you being able to um, send in like a monthly, um, uh, you know, basically journey of your life from the day that you come in. So we'll, we post, uh, we pretty much post like your journey throughout your Canopreneur um, um, your canopreneur like journey, uh, like journey, yeah, okay. journey. Um, we also um, so that way we pinpoint uh, our members so that let's say if we have your biography online on your specific profile, mm -hmm. then other members, whether it's a business, let's say it's a business, and they're looking for people to come and work for them, and you're looking for a job that's in that sector, then they can just pull from your platform and come and select you. And that's so awesome. you have to take a test in the beginning of Canopreneur Society, basically. Um, couple questions just to see if you number one fit being a canopreneur because not everybody's going to be a canopreneur yeah. and so um, if you do fit that then we'll be able to put you in our system the second thing is you get discounts um, on our events when you are a member so um, we uh, we're going to relaunch how much the percent is but we'll give discounts on um, on the uh, the events um, also mentorship you know what I mean um, we do a mastermind class um, where we do we were doing it once a month basically um, we hopped onto a zoom call and everybody kind of just talked about their journey um, so people got to actually hear from people who are actual business owners who were already in the space doing their thing and then those business owners could hear how dedicated and motivated you know what I mean um, these Millennials are coming into the industry and if they can you know make that mesh then Let's get to work. That's dope, man. So I'm, I'm glad more I'm, things gonna be added, but you know what it, I mean. It sounds like an amazing. It sounded like an amazing venture from the jump. So I'm glad yeah. you are gonna rebrand that. I'm, yeah. I'm glad to see it's coming to Atlanta. Um, speaking about coming to Atlanta, pot and pancakes, ATL. Yeah. Now I was probably one of the many people who were scrolling through Instagram and was like, dude, dude, dude what the hell is this? <laughs> what the hell is this? What is pots? What is pot and, and excuse me? What is pot and pancakes ATL? Like, what is this event about? Uh, pot and pancakes ATL is just basically a showcase of okay. the top, um, you know, CBD number one, the top CBD uh, companies in the state of Georgia. Mm. Um, we're taking um, sponsorships from CBD companies from around the country. Um, so we have VIP bags for our influencers that are coming through, and also our VIP guests. So each one of those um, guests will have. Um, just an array of different CBD products to go home with, to sample, okay. you know, give a shout out to those, those specific companies, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, outside, of, outside of that side, we also have, um, we have the, uh, excuse me, we have a uh, panel 
okay. a panel discussion, um, which is going to happen probably around the beginning of it, and then after that we're going to eat. But the panel, um, we, we just locked in Dr. Rashawn Hodge, mm -hmm. so he'll be coming through, and we're really focusing on the health the health aspect of CBD, we don't want to talk about politics, we don't want to talk about anything, we want to talk about why you need CBD in your body, uh, really break down the endocannabinoid system, having Dr. Rayshawn really talk about his experiences with uh, patients, yeah. you know what I mean, because there's a lot of people in Atlanta that need this, that need cannabis, you know what I mean, or of pot, course. or whatever you want to call it, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I think pot is a trendy name, pot and pancakes, everybody loves pancakes, well, I don't know everybody, but a lot of people like pancakes, I know Atlanta is a brunch, so in California, we was already doing the, uh, the different dinners. So we did the Thanksgiving dinner, we did the ugly Kushma sweater dinner. So we're gonna crank those off again out here in Atlanta. Right. But for now, we're gonna run with the brunches because it's hot outside, you know what I mean? Sundress season, so, you know, bring everybody come out. Yeah, let me tell you something, you, made, you, 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 hit, you hit something hard when you say you was gonna discuss health at this event. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, protect your health when you see Dr. Hodge, because he hugs hard. And when he daps your arm and yanks that sucker <laughs> yeah, that back, boy, your whole arm come out. That's <laughs> yeah, a man who works out for real, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he works out for real. Yeah, I just I just went and walked with him um, down at the Beltline. No, he's Saturday. too healthy for all that. Man, like bro, like bro. like Doctor Hodge bro, is bro, completely too healthy. Arm off, man. man, he just be him and his brother just be twin sweating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just twin healthy for no reason, man. <laughs> twin healthy. So yeah, we have the panel. Um, yeah. We got Doctor Hodge. We have Dashida um, coming out the uh, the weed head um, company. Really, Dashida coming yeah, down for gonna, this? Yeah, she's gonna come down for this. Um, we have Joe from. Um, the Georgia Hemp Company. That oh, one my of good friend Joe Salone. Yeah, that's the good brother friend. right there. And yeah. then also um, we have one other, um, I think her name is Liz. Liz, and she is um, in maternal um, maternal health care for, okay. for mothers. So she wants to talk about just overall health care. She's, um, she's a physician as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's going to be, you know, a really good panel. It's really diverse. Yeah. And I think that that's what the state of Georgia needs. Gotcha. So the food. Let's talk about this food. All right. I, I'm not a pancake person. I'm not a cereal person. All right. Like, what's the food that's going to be? So um, <laughs> we're going to have both, uh, you know, both vegan and uh, gluten-free options and also, uh, okay. you know, just regular options as well. Um, it's gonna be pancakes, so we'll have both a vegan gluten-free pancake, and mm. then um, uh, we don't wanna drop, we're gonna drop the menu later on today, uh, okay. to this evening, the first thing in the morning. So we're gonna, um, we're gonna drop the vegan gluten-free pancake, we're gonna have the regular pancake option, mm. um, and then also uh, we're gonna have a vegan bacon, so it's gonna be a uh, yeah, vegan bacon and a regular bacon, candy cover, it's gonna be CBD infused. Before you leave here, you gotta have a good conversation with Charity about, <laughs> about vegan bacon. Oh. <laughs> you got about vegan bacon. I hope I that's learned, a good conversation. I learned I learned um, about a couple of weeks ago that she is not a fan of turkey bacon, and when she gave me the reason, I was like, oh, hmm, interesting. Yeah, listen to her; she's very she's a right. food scientist for sure. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm definitely going to tap in with her so we can get some ideas. <laughs> please do, please do. It's very hilarious. So, okay, so we can have vegan bacon. Yeah, like, just some other, you know, other other um, other other entrees as well that's going to be there um we have quite a few people coming through uh different different companies the georgia hemp company yes um, um i'm launching well this is a launch for the delivery service that we're planning on launching here okay. um, which is care by delivery so that's the that's the logo there great great and, and I, I assume care by delivery cbd yeah, I care assume, by delivery cbd yeah so. i assume it's going to be a cbd delivery yeah it's going to be a cbd delivery for now but then eventually you know we'll be the ease of the east coast okay that's what's that's up man goal, ease so. of the east coast so as far as like putting together the delivery 
resurfaced. Like, how has it been trying to jump through the hoops and ladders of, of, of Georgia laws? Uh, well, we're just getting started. So in California, we were running. Um, yeah. That's something that I'm, I'm actually happy I'm in this room right now because I'm in here with some people who are well-connected, well-respected. So yeah. I'm going to make sure I tap in before I leave, get some numbers, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna figure out that Georgia law because I know it's not the same as Cali. No, 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 no. Definitely I don't want, you, I don't want to get you arrested. Nah. <laughs> Especially over CVD, boy. Yeah. I do not want to have that. So, the, oh, so um, is this going to be – I know you had mentioned there's going to be more events. Is this going to be the last pot and pancakes event we see this nah, year? No, this is the first one. So okay. we're going to do one at the last Sunday of every single month. Okay. Um, so it's going to be pot and pancakes the last Sunday of every month. So definitely be looking out for that. Put that in your schedule. Uh, make sure you guys come out and enjoy it because it's going to be dope every time. It's going to be a different panel group every single time, yeah. um, different chefs. So we really want to highlight the culture of Atlanta, different chefs who can infuse foods. Um, and I know as we continue to go, I know you have your chef friend coming on as well. So chef Scott Leennis. Scott, yeah, That's Scott Leennis. We want to, we definitely want to tap in with him. He's one yeah. of the, he's one of the chefs I'm definitely keeping my eyes on. I see him everywhere. So he another one, man. Watch out for them hugs, man. Them arms be like <laughs> young. What's up, brother? You know, you get that Jamaican in them real quick. Maybe yanking arms off, boy. That's what's okay. Sure, so man. so what's the next what's the what's the next move for you as far as um, business wise? I know the Canapreneur is going to become is going to be relaunched down here. I know yeah. you're going to be doing monthly events. But what's next? What's next overall? for you and are we going into a new year we're going into yes. new quarters like so we're, we're doing consulting um i'm going to help 100 um entrepreneurs uh and established brands launch a white label brand for themselves by the end of next year oh, so awesome. we're, we're going to help 100 different people do that um, i'm working with different labs around the country um so yeah that's what we're doing right now just doing consulting work really just trying to stay away from touching the plant yeah. and trying to do ancillary um just showing people that you don't got to touch the plant to you know, become wealthy in this industry or to make an impact in this industry. Not at you all. You can do what you're doing. Yeah, I, yeah you look, I am, the, I am the king of the ancillary business in, exactly. in cannabis. Like, I could do this where, I could do this on Mars. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody stopping nothing, man. On Mars. Yeah. Let's talk about HBCUs, man. Like, like you go to a school, and I've mentioned this several times when it comes to certain schools at HBCUs. Right. We have a lot of agricultural and tech schools. We have a lot of those schools in the HBCU system. I feel like all those schools should really be jumping up and down screaming, why are we not speaking about cannabis? Like, why are we, are we teaching people how to grow and this ignoring, how, you know what I'm saying? This one thing that's actually about to be a whole nother billion dollar plant. Right. Um, what's your opinion about that? Cause you know, we're watching places like Southern University. We're watching uh, Fort Valley State here in, in Georgia. Yeah. They, they're gonna be experimenting. They're gonna be um, researching with medical cannabis. Yep. How do you feel about schools like Tuskegee, like Alabama A&M's in, in um, North Carolina A&T? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Schools like these, use Albany states yeah like <laughs> using using their using what they actually have to actually you know saying make a make a real impact on cannabis for our community and overall for the school um man so i i have a lot of thoughts on that um when it comes to cannabis in our schools i think that that really starts with um number one you got to think about who's running these hbcus it's yeah. it's definitely not millennials it's definitely not generation x it's yeah. usually you know i mean um our, our, our grandparents and so you know um, baby boomers they're getting ready to leave and they don't so much because we live in you know the bible belt yeah. i think that with a lot of these hbcus being in the bible belt it's you're not going to see a, a massive change you know in a lot of these schools the schools that you named um fort valley state different so, those are those are state those are state schools. Truth, truth. All right. Truth. So Tuskegee is a private, private school. Yeah. So they they're definitely you know um, I think that they're moving toward it though, especially with Alabama now. Mm -hmm. You know um, with their 
uh, medical marijuana laws that they're yeah. looking to pass in the bill and stuff. So um, I actually just traveled down to Tuskegee. Um, it was during summer school. It was during summer graduation about a couple weeks back. And they were talking about how um, there's a professor on campus who has about 100 acres, and they're looking to do massive projects on those acres uh, for hemp. Look, so I don't know. I don't know about medical marijuana, but for hemp, for sure. Booker T. Washington be all in. He be all. In. <laughs> he be all in. All in. Hands for growing cannabis, hemp, whatever. He be all in on that. So yeah. well, I got a question for you. So um, just so I can learn, because um, I know that you probably have thought about this as well, um, being an HBCU grad. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think about like someone like me being able? Like, how do you think someone like me could go and you know um, go to these schools and you know who like? And be able to push this forward for there to be programs to teach students about like cannabis programs. You know what I mean? I think that I think that we're looking at we're looking at big schools in Maryland, yeah. established master programs. We're, you know, yeah. we're looking for doc. So if I was you, right? Let's say um, I was using Johnson C. Smith as an example. Okay. My first thought would be I would go speak to my journalism professors about how I can at least talk about it first in the journalism class. You okay. know, what I'm saying get my little interest in on that level. Journalism. I think business would be the very next thing you would move to because. Again, speaking of business, Forbes, Fortune, Black Enterprise, magazines and publications that are targeted towards finance are now not just having these stories about cannabis and cannabis entrepreneurs in the back of the magazines. Mm -hmm. You're now at the front. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I would think the next logical move would be, yeah, let me go tap some of these my, these business these business schools, tap some of these business um, professors, okay. and see what and, and take their temperature. Like you know what's going on. Like, what do we can we do in order to get us to have these conversations up here? I think is 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 something that's needed. Yeah, absolutely needed. Absolutely needed. When I think more and more about the A and T's and the A and M's that's at the end of all these schools, how are you allowing the University of Maryland's to to to, to beat you to anything? Right, exactly. To beat you to anything. Exactly. Like some of these schools were built strictly to turn you into a farmer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these schools were built strictly to give you this skill set. Yep. And you're telling me you're looking at something that's about to be the next billion dollar crop yep. and you're still scratching your head about whether or not we're going to teach our students this when you are totally looking at major state colleges and universities, like you say, have master classes, um, stepping up and having grow classes. Law school. Law, law, law programs. Well, F you know what? Well, shout out to FAMU. FAMU has, a, um, has, has the... League, they have the um, business law, and they have um, um, I want to say trademark law, possibly or, oh, wow. or something like that. When it comes to cannabis, oh, I, I didn't know that. Eric Range's wife is one of the professors. If you know who Eric Range is, okay. his wife is one of the professors. Oh, Eric Range, I didn't know Eric. Okay. Yeah, yep. M4MM. She, she's one of yeah. the professors um, at at. She's one of the law professors at FAMU's law school that is teaching the courses. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, we're there. You know what I'm saying? It's just about you know let's make sure that we're more present. And I think I also think it's kind of weird. Um, just kind of piggybacking on what you were saying about um, these other colleges, you know, these uh, predominantly white universities uh, being able to catch on before HBCUs. Not saying that there's a problem with that, yeah. but there is a problem when we have so many people that are incarcerated for this, yes. and we should be able to pay them back with some type of justice. Yeah, you, know you, got, I mean? you got students in your school getting knocked for this. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right Again, now. you have a student at Tuskegee, yep. at Alabama A&M, at North Carolina A&T, yes, who have plant, bud, flower in their hands and will get kicked off this campus. Straight off. But there's another school over here that'll actually use this and be like, yo, we teach you how to grow this, so let's, let's get to this process. Yeah, let's get you some yeah. money to do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even Georgia, yeah. even Georgia Tech. You know, we had my man um, Franz up here with Therasol, and he was telling me about how, you know, he and one of his teachers, one of his professors, was the ones who helped him come up with some of the um, 
his CBD products. Like, wow. He, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's get that hands on. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that hands That's on. That's dope. Um, so before we fade out of here, let people know how they can get in touch with you and how they can actually get a ticket for the show. All right. So um, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Pot and Pancakes. So that's P O T A N D Pancakes. ATL, so Pots and Pancakes ATL on Instagram. Um, the link is in our bio. It's an Eventbrite, so you can also go there. As soon as you type pot, I believe we actually pop up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yes, um, also you can follow me um, at The Canapreneur. That's T-H-E-C-A-N-N-A-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. So just, uh, you know, if you don't know how to spell that, just spell entrepreneur and put canna on the front. Anyway, and thank you for Dr. Hodge for pointing that out. Alabama A&M is growing him. They are growing him. They okay. are growing him. Congratulations on Congratulations that. Congratulations, Alabama A&M. Yeah, so. Right down the street from Tuskegee. Hell yeah, man. We got to like, get it together, man. I These state schools taking off. Serious. I want to see our HBCUs really get involved with this because you're talking about, like, I got a point. Like, when I watched my man last year, um, a, couple months, a, couple, a couple months ago, um, wipe out people's student debt at Morehouse, I was like, I don't know if people fully got the level of generational wealth this man just created. Like, right. for you to get out of school and for in the next four, eight, 12 years of your life, you ain't got to worry about paying back no, no bills. You actually have good credit. Yeah. That means you could do so many other things. I feel like we need to start looking down the road like that when it comes to our students. Like, like let's stop being so traditional when it comes to teaching and look at what's actually happening, like between technology, between um, just watching people even with apps. Yeah. Like, like, why are we not pressing this? Like, yeah. you don't, you, we keep screaming, why are we not seeing more black people in tech? I'm looking like we have whole schools. You know what whole, I'm saying? Whole schools. whole schools, man. And they all are acting like this is not something that's, that's that big of a deal. Let's keep teaching people um, super algebra. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what the hell, man? Like, like let's get to something it's that's It's called the that's rat tangible. race. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, teaching the stuff that we really don't got to know. They're not teaching us, you know. And, and I kind of found that it's crazy. I, I say this all the time to a lot of uh, people that, um, you know, that, that I'm a mentor to. And I like, I like to tell them that, look, you know, you, you're going to school and you're doing what your parents told you to do, and I did the same thing. But think about it. You're a business major. You're getting a master's, an MBA, and you're learning from people who don't own a business. They've never owned They've never mm. opened it. How, how mm. can you? How can you? How can you get a business degree a word. from someone that never owned their own business? A so word. we gotta we gotta completely kind of change our mindset from the ways that we've been learning. A sh- word shifting our paradigms. A word. Where'd her go? A word, man. Yeah, but I, I totally agree with you that that that's that's even a point that yeah is, is, is that falls on people. You're being taught business by somebody who runs nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, mo- the most they right. did was get a degree. Yeah. Yeah, the so, most they did was get a degree in it. Yep, that's it. And, and so it's like, how can you teach me how to open yeah. a business and you ain't did it? But yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, so well, I totally appreciate you coming through tonight, man. No um, problem. You, you definitely shed a lot of light on us, and I definitely um, want to understand more about pots and pot and pancakes, so you definitely shed light, that light on the brother. No, it's no problem, man. I really appreciate you, No bro. doubt, no doubt, man. And um, if everybody who wants to get involved, make sure you stop by his page, make sure you um, get some tickets, and see if you can make sure you, you're in the building for it, man. Pot and Pancakes ATL, um, you know, it's going down every last Sunday of every single month, and um, it's only going to get better and better because uh, we're going to con- continue to collaborate and, uh, you know, get up with people uh, like – like my brother right here. Hey, Atlanta bis. Atlanta. I want <laughs> them shirts. Oh, I got you, bro. I got I you. Need you know one what? of them shirts. You know what? And I, I want and I want the first four subscriptions too. I want I want the whole package. Oh, okay. I'm talking my language. The whole package. <laughs> talking my language. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get to our next. I do appreciate you yeah, again no for problem. coming through, man. No problem. And that's Cash Color Camp. It's a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv, sponsored by Georgia Hemp Company. All right, so we're gonna get you to do a drink.